Hello everyone, it's Scripture Talk with Tura and Emeka Iduma and it is my great pleasure to be on here again today to share God's word with you, our amazing audience. We want to thank you for engaging, we want to thank you for listening and for the feedback that has been so consistent since we began this, you know, this podcast. God bless you all. Yes, yesterday we started a podcast which is largely going to be anchored by me and Mecca will join in very much later, um, which we captioned Grow Strong, How to Grow into a Stalwart Christian. And um, um, we looked at what it means to grow up spiritually. We started, we introduced the podcast yesterday and we began to discuss from God's word what spiritual growth means. And today we'll be looking at why is it important for me as a Christian to grow spiritually. If you are stumbling on this podcast for the very first time, I would encourage you to go back to yesterday's episode so it would, you know, help you help shed more light on what we are doing today. So um, we read two anchor scriptures yesterday um, when we began this series and they are found in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 to 14 and Hebrews chapter 5 from verses 12 to 13. And from the scriptures that we read, one thing was very clear that growing up spiritually is God's big agenda for each one of his children. And I would like us to go back to those scriptures again today, if you may. So let's turn in our Bibles to Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 to to 14 i'll be reading from the new international version but you can also look at other translations so that it would help you know shed more light on the scriptures ephesians chapter 4 from verse 11 so he gave himself apostles some apostles some prophets some evangelists some pastors and teachers to prepare God's people for the works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of men in their deceitful scheming. Hebrews chapter 5 verses 12 to 13. I'm reading the King James Version. For when for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. For every one that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. One thing, one common thread that runs through both portions of scripture that we have read this morning is that there is a stage where we would be babies where you know um we would find ourselves as babies but god doesn't want us to remain there it says that we will no longer be infants 
That's in Ephesians chapter 4. Then in Hebrews it says, For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. Why? For he's a babe. So you see, if, you, if you're familiar with Hebrews chapter 5, or if you've read it before, or if you go back to it after this podcast, you will see that Paul wasn't exactly happy with the Hebrew church. He was chiding them in this particular chapter and trying to spur them on to stop being babies that would, you know, only remain in the elementary principles in the kingdom of God, you know, who don't know so much about the kingdom of God. And he was charging them that they, they need to stop being babies, you know. So we, we then said yesterday that, it is God's will for us to grow up spiritually and that um, spiritual growth is an intentional, intentional process of increasing and moving from the baby stage, you know, upon new birth onto mature manhood. So fine, nobody is born a full grown Christian. We all come into the kingdom of God as newborn babies, born of God, right? But we are not expected to remain as babies. We then read this scripture in first Peter chapter two, verse two, that says as newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word. Why? So that you may grow. And that leads me to the very first point we're discussing today. Today, we're going to be talking about why is spiritual growth necessary? Why is it important? Why should I grow up spiritually? I'm already God's child. I'm in his kingdom. I have been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Wow, glory to God. I now have eternal life. So why why the force about, oh, you have to grow up, you have to mature and all that? From the scripture that we read yesterday in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 2, it is very clear that God doesn't want us to remain in that state of babyhood. It says, as newborn babies, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. You know, so one, point number one, why I should grow up spiritually is it is God's design. It is expected of me to grow. That's point number one. Everything that has life grows. One of the characteristic features of living things is growth, right? If something stops to grow, it most likely has stopped dying. So God never created anything, especially living creatures, to just be born and remain in that state. God wants to take that, wants to continue his work, wants to perpetuate the work he has started by taking that thing that has been born or that living being that has been born then to the place where it can mature and then reproduce after its kind. We see that in the book of Genesis where God, you know, created the... um, Um, the heavens and the earth and then he began to speak to the living creatures in the waters to plants to trees and he made most of nearly all of them fruit bearing plants that have seed you know and he spoke to them and said be fruitful and multiply fill the earth when he also created man he told man to have dominion to be fruitful and multiply have dominion and then you know fill the earth So we see that growth is God's agenda for everyone in his kingdom, for each and every of his children. So it is expected of you to grow up spiritually. Let's move very quickly to point number two. 
Praise the Lord. It helps us fulfill the plans and purposes of God for our lives. Praise God. If we look at Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 1, from verse, verse 15, verse 15, Paul was praying for the church in, in Ephesus. And he says, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance and his holy people, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. Hallelujah. So, when we grow up spiritually here, Paul was praying for this church that had just been found. And he was then praying that they would increase in the knowledge of God. They would know God's word more. They would know, they would understand the plans and purposes of God for their lives. Because when they do that, they will be able to fulfill it. Praise the Lord. It says, I pray that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you so that you may fulfill it. That's, that's it. Because the reason why God will reveal something to you is so that you may walk in it. And growing up spiritually helps us with that. And the more we advance in our knowledge of the word of God, and his plans and purposes for the further we can walk with him, the more we can do together with him. The Bible says, can two walk together except they be agreed. So as we as we grow in our knowledge of God's word, as we grow, you know, in the things of God, it positions us to walk in the plans and purposes of God for our lives. The, the, another point that's very akin to that is that it qualifies and prepares us for responsibility in the kingdom of God. You know, nobody can call a five-year-old child and send them on an errand all by themselves to, from Nigeria to Dubai and say, okay, so the family business, you know, you are going, you're next in line to handle it. I wanted to go and chat with some oil moguls there. The child doesn't understand, have a clue, you know, what the oil business is all about. All he's probably thinking about is, um, maybe if, even if he knows it in theory, he doesn't fully comprehend how that works. Praise the Lord. You know, there's there's the capacity that the child is functioning at that cannot comprehend or process that level of intelligence. You know, even though he was born into the family and, you know, he's he has the full right and privilege to run the family business. But he needs time. He needs to be prepared. He needs to be schooled. He needs he needs a process in its of um, becoming an adult that can comprehend, you know, the gravity of that assignment and then, you know, develop the skills that are necessary to execute them. So growing up spiritually 
qualifies and prepares us for responsibility in the kingdom of God. God cannot commit anything meaningful into the hands of a baby. And there's, there's, there's a lot of work to be done. God desires that everyone that has come out of him, you know, I, I would say, I, I like to say that everything that comes out of Father God is valuable, you know, because he made us in his own image and after his own likeness. And there's relevance for everyone, everyone in the, even in the earth. You know, everyone that is born of a woman, God has a specific plan and purpose for them. And it's, so, it's, it's, it's as simple as it wants us to advance the course of the kingdom, period. But we cannot walk in all of this if we are babies, if we remain spiritual babies. There's no way we can walk in all that God has planned for us to do. Let's read First Timothy chapter 4, verses 6 to 8. It says, if you point these things out to the brothers and sisters, you will be a good minister of Christ Jesus, nourished on the truths of the faith and of the good teaching that you have followed. You see, spiritual nourishment, nourished on the truths of the faith and of the good teaching that you have followed. Have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives' tales. Rather, train yourself to be godly. For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. And reading these verses, we would understand that Paul was trying to show Timothy what to do to be an effective minister, uh, you know, that, 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 that is responsible in the kingdom of God. And he was telling him that, you know, he will be a good minister, nourished on the truths of the faith and of good teaching, right? That if he can be nourished on the truths of the faith and of good teaching that he has followed, you know, he will be an effective, an effective minister. Then he mentioned, it says, have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives' tales. Rather, train yourself to be godly. Right? So, he's talking about his spiritual development. That he should train himself to be godly. It says, for physical training is of, is of some value. But spiritual training or godliness has value for all things. Holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. The life to talk, uh, come, you know, one of the things about the life to come that we all discuss is, you know, the judgment seat of Christ, the judgment unto rewards, right? So, um, and, and, that, and that has to do with how faithful were you with what was committed into your hands, you know, with the ministry that God placed into your hands, with the plans and purposes of God, God in, that he entrusted into your hands to fulfill. How faithful were you? That's one of the biggest things about the life that is to come, right? And so we see that spiritual growth and maturity is very important, you know, in positioning us for that, for responsibility in the kingdom of God. Um, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 12. Let's go back. It's it's the one of our anchor scriptures. As we begin to wrap up, Ephesians 4:12. It says to equip his people for the works of service. Verse 11 says so Christ gave himself the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people for the works of service. Why? So that the body of Christ may be built up. 
so the reason we have all this you know the the grand um you know agenda of you know setting up ministries we have ministry gifts in the body we have we are organizing conferences we have churches planted we have revivals we have evangelistic meetings all of them are geared towards one purpose that the body of christ may be edified may be built up right and he set this ministry gifts in the body to prepare the people of God to mature the saints. You know, the process of maturing people who are born into the kingdom of God and converting them into faithful and viable workers in that vineyard, you know, is their spiritual development and maturity. So spiritual growth is very key in positioning us for fulfilling the plans and purposes of God for our lives and preparing us to be responsible, you know, in the kingdom of God. I would like to stop here today. Our time is far spent, but um, I know that we have been blessed. I have been blessed myself looking into God's word again, and I look forward to doing this again with you all tomorrow. So um, for now, I would like to say thank you and God bless you and see you tomorrow for another episode. Have a wonderful day. Bye. If you're hearing this message, you have listened to the entire episode of Scripture Talk podcast. And for that, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Scripture Talk is a show where we discuss biblical subjects and answer difficult questions from the Bible. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, do not forget to share with your friends and family. See you next time.